This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. I saw your bowling score on Facebook. Man. <laughs> I, I have never felt better about my bowling game than uh, looking at your bowling score. It was bad. 41? Yeah. But we had not been bowling in years. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, I got better. It did get better. I had a 98 in there the next day. How much bowling did you do? Two hours of bowling. The next day? We had an hour of bowling the first day, and then the next day we went back for an hour. You got bowling fever all of a sudden. Uh, well, we had not been bowling in years, and it was we were in the Dells, and that was kind of what we wanted to do was I'm good. do the cosmic bowling. That's about as much bowling as I need to do. Yeah. Like twice a year, That's and I'm good. Uh, well, I, I never get the fever to go bowl. It's weird. Unless there's a, like a penny machine, a cherry machine. Or Avery really likes it, and yeah. he's got that custom ball oh. that we haven't been able to really use. Oh, so. well, there. That's different. Yeah. We're going to go back. His fingers have grown, so we have to get it resized. And we're looking for somewhere in our hood to be doing bowling weekly because it seems like everybody's got damn leagues. Uh, How can, uh, how is he bowling? What's he bowling? 100? Oh, yeah. He's bowling 100, like right around 100. Higher than that. Like a 190? No. Like 140. I think the average. 140. Yeah, there you go. That seems about as, as good as I can do. Right there. But that's without practice. So uh, yeah. I consider that a monumental leap in, in well, that's uh, what I told him. I was like, dude. Skill set. Dude, you have not bowled in two years. Take the 140. I mean, compared to golf, that would be like going out and golfing like a 100. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I trust you. It's not very. You could golf 100, I think. Well, okay, maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. yeah barrel. If I practice enough, a hook and fade, maybe. What's a what's a uh, uh, quick tip we can give her, you bowlers out there, to help Biatch go from a ninety to a one sixty? I'm really I'm comfortable where I am. Yeah. There's no need to improve. No pressure. Uh, I don't have the burning desire to yeah. be a great bowler or anything. They were playing a lot of songs from the Big Lebowski out at mm. Knuckleheads in the Dells. I haven't been up there in a while. Knuckleheads, Knuckleheads. That's uh. They have like rides. Isn't that in the, the, that's in the parking lot there, the 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 outlet mall. Yeah, it's it? over there. What's the restaurant there? I've eaten some chili. Buffalo there. Phil's. Great chili. I mean, some of the best chili. Really? Yeah, fantastic. Wow. A little train brings it around. I'll run a train. Ugh. Anywho. Uh, you're supposed to, I think, as you release, shake hands with an imer- imaginary person. Like you're, if you're doing the spin thing, I believe you're supposed to, and then your hand is supposed to be in the shaking hands. Are we still talking about the train? Hands position. <laughs> Second rule is. <laughs> Don't stick your greasy fingers in my ball, okay? That's the second. You and the uh, girls at the farm can get a bowling team. We'll call you the uh, the uh, gutter tacos or some, something weird. That was my nickname in middle school. Right. Hello? Hey, my tip of the day is you can't bowl at Buffalo Bills without getting your picture taken riding the Buffalo's. 
If you ride the buffalo, then your score will go up. Good tip. Oh, and then follow through. That would help, too. Okay. I'll remember After that for next time. Ball, follow yeah, through. Follow yeah, that's through. it. Shake hands, right, with the imaginary uh, dude. Yes, yes. Hey, is my, wait, is my hand supposed to be thumb in the air or palm in the air? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends if he's throwing a straight ball or a curve. You throw a straight a ball, I assume. You know what? Yeah. Bowling is the only thing years, I do straight, yeah. yes. Yeah. Straight. Yeah, you're supposed to, I think as an amateur, uh, that is to say someone who drinks a lot and doesn't bowl much, I think you're supposed to just aim for the lead, the front pin. Yeah. And then just Not see. Not head on, though. Yeah, you want to do it to the side. Just to, see, the, I know that. just to the side. I'm just saying as a point of reference, aim for the middle, and usually you'll do oh, okay. I'm so gay I can't bowl straight, John. Wow. Go. <laughs> if you aim for the middle, you still should score more than 41. Yeah. Hey, eat my ass, dude. <laughs> well, you're too far away right now. <laughs> I don't Later, want to. I don't, I don't want to eat it. It's sweaty from bowling all day. Ah. <laughs> Shut up. Hi. Ah. Consistency is key for bowling. Oh. oh. Now, uh, how often should you use those little red things on the court or whatever, the alley or whatever it's called? What are you, those arrows? Are you supposed to look at those or what? If you curve, yes. Okay. You want to aim at well, you're a ta- certain arrow. Listen, listen, l- let's let's cut that out. You're talking to two morons that throw a straight Duh. ball. What's, and, then, and then after we let the ball go, we go, <laughs> And you're talking to someone that bowls twice a week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just, my question is, how do you help a straight thrower? That's my question. Just aim, make sure your arm is straight, and be consistent. Okay. Be consistent. So a little practice, a little more than twice twice a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A little more than two hours a year. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, here's, here's what I'm not expecting friggin' miracles here. B- bowl, bowling to me is, is very interesting. It's not uh, what's more important to me is how far I can throw the ball down before it hits the lane than the score, because that makes me feel yeah, like bowling alleys don't like that. It makes me feel like right? freaking Thor out there. I love it. You know. Well, everybody's yep. looking at you weird. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Johnny, what you should do is just. Try and drink as much beer as you can. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. It's, it's fine. It's the attainable goals, dude. If I'm upright by the end of the league, uh, I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. All right, man, thanks. That's the goal you should reach. Thanks, show off. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. The bowling alley. So, if anybody's got tips on what bowling alleys have I would, open. I would say... And I would say this about golf. During the week. Uh, drink less, and then your ball direction accuracy might I didn't drink at all on improve. Friday no, I'm just talking or on about, Saturday. talking about the other 99% of people that recreationally bowl oh. in this state. Well, I thought people that recreationally bowl, you don't care. Curling, drink, uh, bowling, uh, a cornhole, uh, darts. Because when the screwball kicks in, my dart game goes... And then these guys calling, well, the accurate number of revolutions on a curvy third era. Jesus Christ. Dude, you're talking to a couple of morons. Yeah. Help us. We want to outbowl the other morons. 
Oh. Yep, that's right. All right. You called? No. Huh? Nah, why? Hey, old gravy. I got your mom's chili on my robe. Uh, oh, hey. He called you old gravy. I know. That's funny. I kind of dig it. <laughs> I kind of like old gravy, man. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Hey, bro, I'm going to need a uh, PC2. Good. Awesome, it is National Stuffing Day. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving again, and there's some Yum. stuffing Yummy. I'm thankful for. Numero one, stuffing. I'm stuffing. And I'm stuffed with Thanksgiving happiness. You can't get enough stuffing, can you? Ugh, turkey. Ugh, giving thanks. Ugh. Mama! Mama! Man, I love stuffing. Hell's yeah, dude. Uh, some people do the cornbread stuffing. That's good. I like cranberries in mine. I don't know what I grew up with. I know it had the uh, celery. And what's in stuffing? You usually brown your like butter ta- yeah, and then yeah. onions and celery all together. And mm. then you have dried bread. Sure. Some people will put like the fat rendering from your... Name your protein here. Uh, and then uh, egg. Ah. Uh, thyme. Sage. Onions, you said? You said onions? Yep. Yep. Yeah, celery. Why, why celery always pops into my head first thing with stuffing? You ever put celery in your stuffing? Yes. Oh. It's a staple for stuffing. Whoa. Whoa. Yay. I got Take a little it. weird there. Take it down a notch. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, hot button. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you choke on a celery stick when you were a kid? What are you doing over there? I don't know why I was offended by you asking me that, but I certainly was. Wow. Trevor, help me. Man down. this stupid error. Anyway, uh, we do have our first Thanksgiving crime of the year. Some idiot in New Hampshire facing charges after illegally hunting a wild turkey. Not the booze. Uh, he shot it from his car with a nine mil. What up? Yeah. Bang, bang, gang, gang. New Hampshire has two turkey hunting seasons, but none of them are from your car. <laughs> <laughs> it should be in Wisco. <laughs> We're, yeah, come on. I trust you, man. Come so on. So they have one for shotguns in October and then one for archery that's going on now. And get a drive-by turkey. But it ain't never legal to hunt them with a handgun. And definitely not while you're driving down the road. Police got a tip that he shot the turkey by reaching out his car window. Who's the narc? He was also within 300 feet of a home and fired across a road. Oh, man. And you got to be a pretty good shot or you'll, you'll just wing the little bastard. And then he's going to be yeah. miserable for the rest of his life. Um, So he's going to get charged with poaching stuff, you know. Um, I don't know if he gets to keep the turkey or not. Here we have. New Hampshire Fish and Game Captain Michael Eastman. It kind of goes against ethics and people's <laughs> morals within hunting. So it's pretty unique for somebody to Thanks. do that. That's somebody that um, has gone against really everything that they've been taught and, and what they would know the law to be. You know, certainly things like this happen quite often within season. I mean, we've had homes get shot with shotguns because 
turkeys like bird feeders and they hang out in people's yards and so if it's a you know a bigger turkey or what someone would think was like a trophy turkey they'll certainly shoot them in areas where they're not supposed to <laughs> uh, the disappointment in this gentleman's voice <laughs> I'm always, it's always like this gray period or this area where, where when do you pull a license? Not that it's going to stop what? anybody. Right. That's just it. These are the type of people that yeah. are going to do it no matter what. It's not going to matter. Why is that noise happening? What is it? I have a system error. Oh. And I need I need him to get over, Trevor, to come visit me. Come visit. I don't know what happened. Something happened with Microsoft Edge, which I'm rarely in, so I don't even know why that's a thing. Is it time for vacation? Well, remember yet? in Wisco. I'm going to shut that off for you. Thank you. I think the, I think blind people are allowed to hunt in yeah. this state, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think you need like a guide or whatever. Yeah. You can't just be hanging out in your yard firing off your gun. <laughs> See, I got a real sensitive ear i know exactly where they got down yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i don't know how they do that either but hey more power to you man yeah whatever um it may take a few shots but everybody there, there's not a thing where there's like a secondary scope that's exactly uh you see what they would be seeing no no i don't know what you're trying to say no, I mean, uh, so you can you can kind of tell them where to aim. Oh, so you're looking there. Well, no, that would be impossible to do. I don't know if that technology exists. You could see what they're actually looking down if they're you know holding the gun up to their chin. I don't know how all of that works. That is yeah. out of my scope. So like a puppet, like you got the barrel of a gun on the puppet strings, and you're you're fiddling with his aim. You know, like a puppeteer. Right, or they just like that they already bad. have the dead animal laying out there, and they just let the guy shoot. They and never like, tell. You got him. They never tell the blind person. <laughs> 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 so there's a service out there that just delivers a warm carcass. Oh, okay. And you know what? It's not even a deer. We don't even care. We just. Oh man, that's uh, that's pretty cool. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. I will be. I am them. I highly enjoy that. Um, Okay, Uh, you can win 15 grand by building a gingerbread house made entirely out of Pop-Tarts and then posting it on your social. Ooh, that's a challenge. Uh, At the end of the competition, uh, Pop-Tarts going to be picking someone to win the Kashish. So that's pretty badass. I... As you may guess from my bathroom construction, (laughs) not the greatest at building the gingerbread houses. Um, Now, the picture they have posted on the promo is a huge 
Huge effing Over gingerbread house. 38,000 Pop-Tarts were brought together. Look at the inside. It's even got a little Pop-Tart. What the? Dude. Who did right. that? Some asshole. That ruins it. Jesus. Mine will have a lot of bites out of it because I can't not have a Pop-Tart and not eat, take a bite. There's a little toilet made out of Pop-Tart. That looks like something out of a Hallmark movie prop. I got a Bella Gingerbread House. Oh, but we have to raise money or my dad's going to lose his candy-making shop. Oh, if only some hot chick from single New York would move here to save the city ah, with big boobs. You know, stuff. Yeah, you've, you've been watching the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, huh? we're, we're back on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can always tell. <laughs> Same plot. Um, yeah. We've been um, watching, well, we watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The other day, classic Thanksgiving flick. Um, but I'm starting on my Bad Santa, uh, Home Alone, all the Christmas movies. We watched uh, last night. We watched that new movie uh, where the crawdad sings. I was going to. What's it called? Out where the crawdads sing, or whatever they do. Hide, hide out with the crawdads. Where the crawdads sing. So we watched it last night. Mm. Um, it was good. She's a great actress. The little girl that was uh, left there by her pop out in the swamp. She was a marsh girl. Accused of a murder. I mean, it was a little slow, but uh, it was... Aren't we all? It was, <laughs> it was sweet. It had a, had a nice twist there at the end. I thought, uh, it's good. It's good. Kind of a whodunit. Mm. Out in the swamp with the critters. Yeah, it was nice. I was going to start that. And then I didn't. Mm-hmm. I watched the Pepsi thing. Uh, I think what's his name was the sheriff. Who, who was that at Sturgis? The dude from I love what's his name. Terminator. Uh, Michael Richards. Yeah, my, Michael. No? Rich- no, no, no. No, that's the comedian. It's, it's Michael though. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember his name. I just saw him. I know. Anyways. Brain. Why? He was the uh, sheriff, I believe. I think it's him. Is it him? Might be a different guy. I don't know. I didn't watch the Gosh Darn Crawdad movie. It's uh, it's kind of a, I guess it's not a chick flick. It's kind of a, a lot of women it's kind of a nice, slow whodunit. It was nice, I guess. Um, There's a lot of whodunits on I the was, Netflix machine. Halfway through it, I wanted it to be over. Robert I, Patrick. Uh, that's who I think is the sheriff. I might have him confused with somebody else. But yeah, we're all confused. I was uh, I was mad I was missing the Viking-Dallas game. Krista made me watch it. <laughs> so uh, I didn't miss much in that game, though. Minnesota, bye-bye Super Bowl. Man, you look worse than the Packers. Don't. At least we beat the Cowboys. All righty, then. Horn. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's what Skull sounds like in Wisco. <laughs> skull my ass. Uh, <laughs> but the Pepsi Jet thing's pretty entertaining, but it kind of goes on for a Oh, moment. yeah. So the Pepsi Jet thing, the kid uh, cashed in his Pepsi points for trying to get the jet, the yeah. ha- Harrier jet. Now, being in advertising, I found it fascinating. How did they squeeze four episodes out of that? Well, because they did a lot of story about the people involved. Okay. 
Technical. So he didn't. Legal. Did the legal stuff kind of get. The, yeah, the yeah. legal. But I found all that great. And the dude right. from the advertising agency was there. Yeah. I loved that guy. He's all like, I've done so many crazy, awesome campaigns in my life. But if you Google my name, the first thing that comes up is the gosh darn Harry oh, or Jet. Sure. Um, and the. The creative team, when they met with the advertising, whatever, the panel at Pepsi, mm-hmm. uh, the panel at Pepsi changed the guy's vision of the ad. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't know. I That stuff I find interesting. Yeah. The little details. Yeah. The, the minutia. Um, especially because, I mean, it's partially our job, right? You weren't drinking a Coca-Cola while you were watching the Pepsi show, were you? I was not. Okay. Um, And they did do the taste test thing for everyone they interviewed, and that was pretty funny. Um, The blind reveal that they used to remember that. Sure. The kid did not get the jet. Did he? He didn't get the jet. No. They They fixed it. And I'm not giving it away. I'm not giving it away. These are the facts. Yeah. You know. Um. The, the characters involved are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, I bet it, it, it's it's yeah, it's, it's like uh, when I was watching the Donkey Kong uh, a documentary. I forget his name. I forget the two guys' names. It's been a while since I've seen it, but the, it's the minutia of uh, to see how their lives are affected and changed by this. All one hundred percent. I mean, <clears throat> all of their lives. These people, yes. that get so it, it takes over their lives, yes, and and it affects their families. Yes, that was also a huge part of it, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Um, and I also like I don't mind that it was four episodes because I didn't have to super duper concentrate on it. Yeah, I was able to to be you know texting and making jokes with people and all that stuff and semi cleaning. While I was still watching this, and I absorbed everything about it, so go. it was kind. Of, it's kind of nice like that. But, uh, um, I was look. Oh, Donkey King came up. Is that a Disney thing? I I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, the King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. You should watch that. Steve Weeby, and then uh, that uh, the Mark guy. But I mean, that guy, <clears throat> the King of Kong. When was that out? It's pretty entertaining. Uh, Billy Mitchell and Steve Wiebe, the the guys that were fighting over the uh, weenie head. Uh, Billy Mitchell is the one that faked. It's pretty much a known fact that he faked his video because there were glitches in it. But and he wouldn't challenge the other dude. And and <laughs> there was a. Uh, it, it, what happens to them privately that uh, they're crying? You know, the guy, uh, the the wife is crying. The guy is crying. <laughs> I mean, you know, they've got real jobs. This is like their side hustle, you know, whatever. But uh, it's, uh, it affects their lives. It's incredible. They're very good at something. This one particular skill. And uh, they're, they just geek out over it. It affects everything. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. As an outsider, you sit there and go, "What the? What are you crying about? It's a stupid video game." Right, but it dominates. It the, does, you know, and that's like you think about the the election people. Uh huh. 
the poll workers whose no. lives were completely right. changed. Right. It's just, it's an absurd thing to watch somebody go down this rabbit hole over a, a video game. Right. And yet. That's kind of what happened with the Pepsi. And yet company. they can't move on from it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. So anyways, I highly recommend that. Uh, it's goofy, but it's <laughs> just to see the drama. It's so weird. They're arguing over a, a record for a Donkey Kong. <laughs> they've got they've got like this uh, uh what, what would you call it uh, 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 not a board of directors but like a uh, panel of uh, uh, yeah a committee a committee that oversees it <laughs> and they make all the decisions <laughs> it, it's it's just learning how there's all these things happening out there that I have no idea about right. there's like know? this one guy that controls the Donkey Kong record and he's got to okay it and <laughs> Um, your 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 family's in there having Thanksgiving. You're out in the garage trying to run up an score so you can get ready to break the record. It's so dumb. Um, and speaking of cheating, the chess thing, the chess cheating thing is still brewing. Oh, um, uh, yeah, like he had a butt plug in. Well, he's suing. He's suing oh. everybody. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Avery was filling me in on it this weekend. Well, he's he was watching this like lawyer talk about a chess lawsuit, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Trying to stay awake, driving home from the bowling alley. <laughs> Trying to stay awake. Oh no, change the subject. <laughs> oh wow! But I don't know. I I guess I get. I don't. What's possessed you? Like at least guys with Donkey Kong or the got the kid and the Pepsi. So I, I guess golf is a little obsessive for me. Yeah. It's, uh, what's your possessive? Probably my horse. Your horse, I would think, yeah. Yeah, dressage. I read about right, it. Right. I watch videos. I watch videos of myself. I watch, like, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, th- I'm constantly thinking about stuff I can do to be better. You ever have Lance come over, throw a saddle on him so you can work on a couple of, couple of, some footwork or something like that? I do groundwork. Lance has helped with chores before. That's one he way knows to, that's, horses. that's one way to put it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> put Lance on a lunge line. No, we like it. <laughs> Hello. So you beat me to it. What uh? All you gotta do is make the putt for a seventy nine, and you miss it. Oh, dude, I know, I know. That's that's. You cry a little. Yeah, I I I do cry a little, and it's for a sixty nine, not a seventy nine. But thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Thanks for giving me extra credit for working on my game. All righty. <laughs> There's a lot of yelling on this show today. It has for a Monday. We're very yelly. Hello? I'm with you, John. The hell with that school business. Nothing but Copenhagen around here. Oh, there. Thanks, buddy. Ooh. What other documentary? What's that other thing? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a little... I can't remember things this morning. <laughs> it's Some days... Look, at my age, some days are good days. Some days are bad days. <laughs> Okay. I'm having a great day. Slipping into the shadows. Hey, can I talk about the... Uh, oh, I, I was going to talk about the uh, Jelly Roll show I went to. Yeah. You got to go see that crazy guy. Yeah. He's on tour with... Uh, what's his name? Cole Wetzel? Pretzel. Cole Pretzel. <laughs> and uh, they were in Chicago. Uh, Jelly Roll is fantastic. I mean, he uh, he really preaches it, man. He's cool. He's had quite a hell of an upbringing. But uh, 
he signed on to the Cole Pretzel tour and got big and blew up during the tour. And I guess the rumor was he could have quit, And uh, but I was talking to Bunny, his wife. Yeah, I follow you, Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too now. Mm. Bandwagon hopper. Anyway, go on. I'm early on. I'm early on this one. Are you? How long have you been following Bunny? Uh, probably six months or so, seven months or so. I started out of a, this is, I'm an asshole. I want everybody to know I'm an asshole. I try to be a good person, but unintentionally I'm kind of a dick. And I saw a Jelly Roll video, real post TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere. With his wife in it. And I was like, this broad has to be using him. Well, that's what everyone... Well, he said that much on stage. Okay. That's what he said everybody thinks. Right. So, I was like, she's kind of hot. I'm going to follow her. Mm -hmm. So, I started following her and I was like, this broad is in love with him. 100%. You should have seen him backstage. She took his shoes off, put them back on when he was getting ready to leave the dressing room. It's hard for him to put his own shoes on. He's a giant human being. Yeah. Um, so I started following her to investigate how much of a gold digger she is, only to find out I love her and she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, we looked her background a little bit. Her mom was an exotic dancer. Um, I think I think they're from Vegas. And she fell in love with him before anybody yep. knew, knew him. Yeah. Back in like 2012. Yep. Totally. She fell in love with him. So this is nothing. Back when he was. This is none of our business. Right. They're in love. Yes, it's not a new relationship. Right. Now, she now, granted, he, he was, was a little. He was a little thinner back in the day. Weren't we all, John? Weren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but whatever, they stuck it out, and they seemed yeah. very happy. And we, I we, love uh, them now. We freaking smoked a J with them backstage. Of course, you didn't bring your own weed. Randy's standing there. He goes, dude, I got a contact high. <laughs> that was waiting to go to the dressing room. No, it was great. He has his own line coming out. Of course he does. His own jelly roll blunts coming out. Of, yeah. And uh, man, not? man, that boy rolls are real tight, Jay. Uh, not too tight, though. Not too tight. Uh, no, they're pre. Yeah, pre I, yeah. Right. I love them as a couple. Yeah. They're, um, they, they were fun. It was sweet. It was. Ten- right. It was tender. Totally, and you you definitely get that vibe. And he said, uh, he goes, when uh, we, they got married, they got married in Vegas, and Jelly Roll did all this on stage. It was really funny. He's really great on stage. His talk breaks are fantastic. Talking about legalizing weed and all that, he goes, he goes uh, when we stood there at the altar in Vegas, he goes, I told her I was a piece of snit, and I'll always be a piece of snit, and if you can handle it, we'll be piece of snit together. It was really cool. It was really uh, pretty funny stuff. Uh, and here he they are. Talks about himself many, like we talk about ourselves. Eight, nine years later, happy yeah. as happy as a clam. Yeah, totally. Um, it was just I found it funny that I followed her to be an asshole, and I ended up being in love with her. So yeah, she's got a potty mouth. I love it. I said I told her when I met her. I said your your f bomb profanity string was incredible. I'm like, I, I, it's like I got to watch dropping F-bombs uh, outside of the radio because it, it just flows into your conversation. It's hard for you to limit yourself. I dropped a big old F-bomb at the kids' arcade today or the other day. And, <laughs> and the Dells, well, whatever. So we were at, we were at a resort. I'm not going to name names. And um, 
We went to the arcade and we were cashing in our tickets, right? And so I'm standing at the counter with my kid, kind of away from the counter a little bit. And there's this, I don't know, four-year-old. And he's crawling around on the floor. And he's looking at all the prizes in the in the case. And I'm talking to my child. I'm focused on my kid. And I was like, well, what about that whoopee giant effing whoopee cushion right there? How many effing tickets is that effer? Yep. And the kid down on the floor this goes, is... 400. Uh-huh. It's... <laughs> yep. Whoops. This is why Whoopsie. people take <laughs> guns to Chuck E. Cheese. Right there. That kid knew what I was talking about, mm-hmm. though. How much is that effort? 400. Giant whoopee cushion. Yeah. Oh, it's dying. Uh, Bunny was great because she uh, she just tells it the way it is. I, I asked her, I said, uh, what's the plan for the rest of the year? They're taking the rest of the year off. and They just got a couple of shows left with Cole Pretzel. And um, I said, what are you guys going to do next year? And she goes, we're going to headline stadiums, bitch. That's she said answer. it just like Jamie Foxx in Horrible Bosses. Mm-hmm. When he goes, I can't walk around with that Disney-ass name, bitch. Mm-hmm. She said it just like that. I love her. She's great. She's going to play stadiums, bitch. So they're going to get done with Cole Pretzel, and they will be headlining. The last show, I forgot to tell you this, is in Nashville. In three weeks, we're actually going to the show. Are you? So I got to take a Friday off. We got yeah, invi- I need we got invited. Days. We got invited down to the last uh, show at Bridgestone. They're going to headline it. So that'll be super sweet. Yeah, pretty pumped. So if you get a chance to see Jelly Roll, a plus plus plus. I mean, just uh, a lot of hip hop, a lot of rock, a lot of a lot of uh, Motown. Uh, he's incredibly talented. Well, I'm glad you had fun. And I will. I will, le- I will park it there. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, the Utes. Students out of Ohio called 911 from a school bus and accused their driver of abuse, but they're big, fat, stupid liars. That's why you need to beat your kids. Uh, PC2. Kids lie. Here is Sergeant Joshua Fosnight. That sounds like a made-up name. Uh, talking about what he believes really happened after reviewing the footage from the incident. Yeah, they're just being really on the bus. So she pulls over to kind of address that, but they're not wanting to listen to her. We got called from a few students on the bus who were claiming there was an assault by the bus driver. We were able to review the video of the, the driver in the bus and saw that no students were assaulted, nobody was pushed, uh, nobody was hit with a broom or any of the allegations that were made by the student. A broom? Jesus Christ. Those little lying bastards. I know! I would be so pissed, dude. But so they claim that they is somebody said a broom. She busted the broom out. Yeah, a little handheld broom. Right. <laughs> these jerk oh, faces. Scratch, you're scratching my cheek. Stop. These all the all these kids were under 15 years of age. I called. Oh, prime so. bully age. Well, yeah, you're prime grounding age too. Yeah, little sons of bitches. Uh, but man. I can't imagine. So she was telling them to calm down and get in their seats. Yeah, shut up, you unruly bastards. All right. You can't talk to them like that. She didn't. But this is what I'm like, man, the good thing they have those cameras in the buses now. Surprised they didn't throw her out and hijack the bus and 
drive around town for a while. Jesus Christ. It's like Madison. <laughs> Still, no, no, don't give them any ideas. <laughs> yeah, what have you done, dude? School bus. But, uh, yeah, I like those cameras in there. Oh, no. It protects the driver as yeah. much as it does the students. 100%. You know, I mean, that yeah. how terrible would have that been if they would have just taken the student's word for it? Uh, videos going viral of a Dollar Tree. You've been to Dollar Tree lately, bro? Uh, I have not. Yeah, been, really, to, nobody has. You want to know why? I've been to the Dollar General, but not the Dollar Tree. I went over by the Dollar Tree on Whitney because uh, we hit up the vintage for lunch. It's delicious. And uh, the Dollar Tree was not open. The lights were on. And it appeared to be open, but when you pulled at the door, it was not. Help yourself. Everything's a dollar. No, it was locked because they have no employees. Mm. So, um, and then I was at the Dollar Tree, another Dollar Tree, over by Looking Good Salon, (laughs) over on D'Onofrio there. And that one was open, but very short-staffed. Um, lovely lady there. They are having trouble with employees. Having a, employees. Start a salon called Look at Average. Look at me. You don't pay much, but and you look average, mm-hmm. but uh, you save a lot of money. Yeah, you aight. <laughs> um, so there's a video going viral of a Dollar Tree manager offering to hire a complaining customer on the spot. Ah, okay. Which this is what I. It's pretty I funny. Don't know, I wish I was around when these people were complaining. Yeah. Because I would love nothing more than to take out some aggressions on these folks. But, here, okay, here we go. Yeah, we need another register open. The deal to close the sale. Are you gas. planning to hire? I'll hire you on the spot. Get behind the register. Can you ring? Can you ring? I'm offering you a job. I need the help. I'm not paying for you right now. I'm sorry. I'm hiring. I need help. <laughs> I give you 12 bucks an hour. I... Going into this holiday season, please be gentle with your yeah, retail people. For sure. Everybody's so short staffed. Yep. And working retail is just the worst. It's just the hardest job. People are pigs. They're terrible, terrible people. So just be gentle with them, please. Thank you. Yeah, there was Shout a- out to my retail people. I was trying to think there was a story. Somebody was compl- it was the Dollar General employees. They were uh, there's there's they're Management to employer ratio is horrible, and I guess it having a hard time keeping people as well, keeping the stores, the shelves stocked. And yeah, so, so I, I don't, I don't know if it was an employee that wrote it. I can't remember, but it's some chaotic stuff, some chaotic news out of the Dollar General. Yeah, it was Dollar Tree. Uh, yeah, well, I was thinking of that. This was a Dollar General store specifically, yeah. but I always stop at Dollar General for the random stuff and some sunglasses or something weird. Have you discovered Five Below yet? Five below? What is that? Let me take you on a little trip to five below. Everything's five dollars and below, dude. <laughs> Where, it's wonderful. Where's this at? There's a few of them. All right. I've uh, never even heard of it. Yeah. There's one over Really? By the vintage on the west side. I got so, Chewy so, a little Christmas outfit. Oh. He's gonna hate it. Sounds like a but it's he's my dog. He'll wear what I want him All to right. do. Sounds like a, a kind of like a like a ski shop or something. That's what I thought too. When I first saw it, I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then I went in there and I was like, "Oh, this is magical." Yeah. So there you go. Okay. A little hot tip for. He's like in a strip mall or something. Yeah, it's over. Um, 
It's over by Vintage. Figure Every, it out. Everything's five or cheaper. That's what I. That's what I'm <laughs> assuming from the name. Yes. I like where everything's going, though. I like the trend. Um. Well, you can live on. Uh, and go buy all my stuff for five dollars or cheaper. That's fine. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to last forever. Right. Right. Probably a few unauthorized chemicals getting mixed in. So Stop licking everything. And preser- yeah, don't lick the products. Jesus Just Christ. Just use it the way it's supposed to be. Get it together, be. people. Okay, I'll check that out. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, boy. What? This uh, stupid thing. You're not a fan, I know. It's fine. Nobody's a fan. Of this, if you come from where we're sitting, nobody's really a fan. You need to accept that it doesn't make sense. It's a business. It's not a musical institution. It's a business institution. Once you get over that, you don't care. Mm-hmm. PC2. Oh, now, a lot of you don't know this, but Dolly Parton be a hero of mine. I love Dolly Parton. Mm. She is one of my favorite people ever on the planet. Um, so she was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then she was like, no, I'm not rock and roll. And then she decided she would accept the honor, and um, so she ended up at the induction ceremony. Um, it started streaming on HBO Max for the weekend, so it actually went down November 5th in L.A. Um, Dolly introduced by Pink, and then uh, she talks about how she almost passed. It is my pleasure to induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, thank you, Pink. I'm a rock star now. I love her so much. This is a very, very, very special night for me. I'm sure a lot of you knew that back when they said they were going to put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I didn't really feel like I had done enough to deserve that. And I didn't uh, understand at the time that it's about a little more than that. But I'm just honored and so proud to be here tonight. And thanks to all of you. So she decided that if she's going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she better rock. So she has a rock album coming out next year, and she performed a song from it. So this is, stop it. She's so, like a little twangy, and then it kind of rocks. She's cute. It's cute. Here I am on the stage, you all know my name, <laughs> with many country accolades, countries in my veins. But since I heard the big news, I ain't never been the same. Cause they done It's like nine to five, kind of just I to know. the same soundtrack. Working nine to five. Make a living. Nine to five. Yeah, I'll be rocking until the cows come home. 
staying on the uh, Dolly Parton tip. Now you can you can love rock and roll and you can hate country music, but you can still love Dolly Parton. It's okay. Oh, without a doubt. Come on now. Without now. She is a saint amongst us. She's just wonderful. Anyway, Bezos ended up giving uh, Dolly Parton a hundred million yeah. last week yeah. for different charities. If you haven't read about. Dolly Parton and all the charity stuff that she does. Go on and do that. She, it's going to be a long day on the internet for she you. Used she used a, a lot. She used a million of it earmarked for another boob job. They're twice as big as they are now. They were. No, that's something Brad Favre would do. <laughs> um, uh. So uh, she has that imagination library. It's a literacy effort. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be sending its 200 millionth free book. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, that is so numbers. crazy. Yeah. Um, she's wonderful and live a little bit like Dolly. I, I mean, the Hall of Fame. It's it's a little. They're a little uh, loose on their interpretation of who influenced who, mm-hmm. uh, and who they put in. But it's still a great reason to go to Cleveland and get freaking hammered. I mean, it's still a great tour. I know. It's a great building. So me and Avery, we were talking about where we want to go this summer. Uh-huh. Go there. And I was like, I, I want to do a trip to Ohio. You should have seen the look he shot. <laughs> and I was like, no. I'm like, I want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I want to go to um, Indian Lake. I want to go to Rheingeist. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you down to. Oh, see, from Cleveland to Cincy, you gotta go through uh, good old Mansfield, home of Shawshank Redemption Prison. Oh, stop yeah. and take the tour. Stop at Mohican. Spend the night at the Mohican Lodge. Yeah. And then uh, you're three, two and a half hours away from Cincinnati. Totally. Or three hours away. So, so uh, let, let me help. Yeah, I wonder. You stop at uh, Uncle Billy's, and uh, he'll make he'll give you a Bud Light. Yeah, we'll try to find some cool places to take pictures and stuff too. Say, hey, Uncle Billy. Ah. Got <laughs> <laughs> a danger, son. He said, "Go on in there." Some Bud Light. We'll play some Buker. Yeah, it's all good. Uncle Billy. <laughs> <laughs> He'll put you right up, man. I love F- it. Free, free charge. I love it. Next thing you know, uh, I'm pregnant with your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, disturbing. Weird. That's right. You will call uh, me Auntie D from here Auntie, on out. Auntie D. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, the Hall of Fame. The uh, like. Uh, it's weird that. Uh, Say, I'm trying to give an example of like uh, uh, Madonna would get in before Iron Maiden. It's it's a little weird. Um, I just yeah. I'm just saying for a place called the Rock and Roll, there's a lot of weird angles to hit that from. And of course, ask anybody in Metallica. One of their biggest influences, Iron Maiden. Who's already in? GNR goes in on their first year, right. but Iron but Iron Maiden, yeah, can't get a goddamn vote. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's it's just uh, except that you're probably not ever going to like everything associated with it. It's just not. Def Leppard in before Iron Maiden. That's not right. Right, I know, but when do you huh? accept that it doesn't make sense? It makes it easy. But I'm not saying the tour is not great because it is. Right, it, it's, it's cool to see all that stuff, and there's some stuff there that uh, clearly you'll only see there. Uh, Props and things and artifacts from rock and yeah. roll. Yeah. All that stuff. It's, uh, Do you it's, realize it's how tiny thing. they are? They can go to the zoo. Like how rock stars are small. And you can go You can go to the flats and sit there. It's beautiful. And, yeah. You know, when you sit down at the flats on some of those restaurant bars down there, a lot of the old 
you see a lot of the old uh, steel making uh, plants and stuff and they, they let like draw bridges sit there and rust solid in their upright position and stuff yeah. it's cool it's just you're sitting there going oh my god you're not gonna and in a very industrial town it's like a a museum of heavy industry it's cool i'm down we just gotta convince my child that i want you to be down i'm down matter of fact i'm going with (laughs) (laughs) replay today the jjo morning show podcast get up with johnny and d jjo I love everybody. I love this story so much. I have a story after your story. And then I have another story. But uh, go ahead. Listen, let's just get through the first one. Um, without, without crying. When it comes to holiday gift giving, how much do you spend on someone if you've only been dating for six months? Ooh. It might depend on how hot and heavy things have gotten. But a new poll by Dating.com found seven in ten of its users would spend zero dollars. Oh, I'm shocked. I thought it was going to go to the other because you're still trying to impress somebody after six months. You're not going to get them anything? Yeah, that's weird. Like not even like a bottle of booze? 71% said they wouldn't buy the person a gift unless they'd been dating more than seven months. Are you having sex with this person? Yeah, that's totally bizarre. 38% claim that if they don't get an appropriate gift from the person they've been dating, they're going to dump them. Yeah, you you start giving gifts as soon as you... It's a, a better question would be, at what point is it appropriate to give a gift, a small token of your appreciation? Well, I think it, it kind of depends. That's, that's, if you're I, walking uh, around and you see something uh, that's yeah, appropriate... F- a fun little... Yeah. You're one month in, you got a good memory or something from someplace. Sure, absolutely. Right. And I mean, what about... Listen, the object is to have sex as soon as possible and to... Uh, Forward that movement. You, definitely a gift is the right direction. I mean, like the kinky, weird stuff. I mean, like. Well, I don't know. You go ahead. I was patient. I've been patient. Really? Yes. Who are you? <laughs> I thought I'd try something new. <laughs> anyway. Thought you had a glow about you. Some virginity glow about you. <laughs> oh, wow. She's blessed. <laughs> the virginity glow. The virginity glow. No. You get a do-over, man. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, 71% said they wouldn't buy a person a gift unless they've been dating more than seven months. It must be a major award. So that's just crazy. They're thinking about a major award. Seven not a Not a, a, right. a, a Pandora or something. Right. 35% of people said they have dumped somebody for not getting them an appropriate not gift. Not even a candle? Come on. This is what I'm like. Yeah. Not a bo- like great, a great bottle of wine. pair of socks. Yeah, right. That's weird. That's super weird. That's what I thought, too. Now, yeah. I... G- gift certificate to Starbucks or something, if you know what she likes. Right. I'm confused. I didn't know people were so bad at this. Forty-three percent of people say they've agreed to not buy each other gifts before, but sixty-two percent of those people bought something anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there. I bought a. Uh, I was trying to think what uh, a nice ruby red necklace, a ruby, 
Love rubies. You are a ruby person? No. <laughs> uh. Nah. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Nah. <laughs> Great. No, I, I mean, I think it's something you got to feel out, but I think there's also a lot of people out there that are not great at gift giving. No, I I got a ruby because it's different. I mean, who gives rubies? And it was in this really... Yeah, but you were already married, right? Uh, no, this was uh, dating. Oh. Yeah. So, I got game, girl. Okay. Yes, game. Yeah. Well... You got to be. I feel like if you're having sex with somebody and there's a holiday, you should probably buy him something. Yeah. Yeah. They go together. Some, <laughs> some massage. <laughs> you know. Oils. Uh, something. Anything. Or like plan something. Yeah. Or... So see, we, uh, you know, the the gift of Harley is always welcome into our house. So I'll stop out. Crystal will take me by the arm and we'll march through the store and she'll tell me what to buy so I don't look like an idiot. That's good. That's good. No, you're buying this. Yes, ma'am. And, and then everybody's happy. Right. It's not too hard. Okay, what's yours? Yeah, that is really bizarre. That's what I thought, too. That is the total opposite of what I thought that poll would have. Uh, you played a foreigner. Yeah. Okay, you want me to play it again? Jeez. I'm going to take an instant poll. You like that, huh? So Foreigner just announced a farewell tour. And, uh, of course, Kelly Hansen's singing lead for Foreigner. The only guy left in Foreigner is Mick Jones. And he's kind of part-timing it. I don't think he's doing all the gigs. And that's it. Is anybody uh, going to go to the farewell? The closest it gets is Chicago. Does anybody feel the need to go to a Foreigner? Fel- They're with Loverboy. Don't make that face. Sorry, it's just my face. <laughs> you didn't make it until I said lover boy. Then you made the face. The kid is hot tonight. Whoa, so hot tonight. But tell me, where will it be tomorrow? Kill me. I'd love Sorry, to. That was a- I'd love to, but I'd be up for murder. <laughs> Wait. Is it, is it murder if you told me to kill you? I don't know. I knew it. Uh, so uh, I, I was debating. I started thinking about it this morning. I saw the, the tour dates and stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I got all excited, and then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's up there, buddy. Do I really want to go see Foreigner, a tribute, without, with just Mick Jones? Maybe he's going to be playing that night. It doesn't sound like you should go because you're going to be pissy. I can't decide. I mean, I love Foreigner. I love all of Foreigner. It's, I grew up with it, you know, and I I was lucky to see the the band at full power and all that stuff back in the day once. But uh, I don't I don't think I I'm compelled to do it. Um. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed. So don't. And Kelly Ant's good singer. I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's not Lou Graham. Nobody's Lou Graham. I don't know. Ugh. I think I have to pass on it. It sounds like you probably should. 
I mean, Loverboy's got more original members than Foreigner. You have Paul Dean still in there and Mike Reno. And maybe Loverboy should be the headliner. I don't know. To talk it out, I can't really participate because I don't. No. You don't want to go? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Too visceral of a reaction. You could have lied and said, no, I'm I'm going to Antarctica with my son instead of making me look like an idiot. Wow. Uh, well, no, it's just not No, mine. no, no, no. That's the noise of I have bad taste. I know that noise by now. Trust me. Oh, oh Johnny. Can't believe we're even talking about this. That's I'm, fine. You can think I have bad taste. I, 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 I know really the noise. Care. I know the noise. Okay. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, and, you know, Johnny... Boston played uh, Bree Stevens yes. a, a, a couple of years ago. Right. And the, o- the only original member is, I think it's Tom Schultz. He's Schultz Tom Schultz. He's the only one. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I posted something on Facebook saying, you're going to watch a cover band right. play Boston music. Right. And I agree with you. Loverboy should be headlining. And when you said that, my ears did perk up. And I thought I would rather see Loverboy with Mike Reno and and the guitar player you mentioned. Uh, anyway, yeah, go watch a cover band play foreigner I, music. I, it Have was a it, great day. Uh, yeah, that was uh, thanks. It was interesting watching the Boston without uh, you know Sib and Fran, the shorty bass player, and all those guys, and you just got Tom Schultz up there with a bad knee, pounding out the hits. Yeah, it it was weird. I mean, it's definitely the nostalgic tour. I just God, it's just hard to justify. Some of those prices to some of those shows. Hey, they sounded great. Boston sounded amazing. Uh, but, and Kelly Hansen's more than capable, but boy, I don't know. I just thought I'd check. I got a pass. I wish I, 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 I don't know anything about these people. So it's think, hard for me to. I think I'm going to remember them in their prime. Okay. I think that's the way to go. I'll just leave it at that. Hi, how's it going? Hey, did you guys watch the Elton John farewell? Uh, was that in L.A.? No, it was uh, Dodger Stadium. Oh, oh yeah, L.A. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, no, I heard somebody got the hell beat out of them in the parking lot. Did you see this? No, I didn't, but uh, on uh, Disney Plus, they were streaming his concert. That uh, was pretty good. And that's his... Farewell. It's like his North American farewell oh, okay. concert. Wow. So, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have been able to see him actually live in concert, but there again, like you were saying, last time he was around, um, the prices were insane. Insane. Uh, one person arrested, several people arrested after an older couple brutally attacked while leaving the Elton John show at Dodger Stadium. Fight broke out in the parking lot. Two parties were leaving the concert. It was a fender bender, and the people in the other car got out and nearly beat to death the old couple, almost 70 years old in the parking lot, left them for dead, and they ran. Jesus. And they Holy. were they were knocked out, and then she woke up and drove. He was still out when she drove him to the hospital. And um, TMZ shows a bystander record, and several people standing around recording on their cell phones, not stopping the attack. Why? Because they don't want to get because they don't want to get the hell beat out of themselves. Why else? Uh. Cowards. Jesus. See, I thought ev- I thought everybody at Elton John was old and not in the mood right. to fight. 
What are these dudes doing? What are these young young whippersnappers doing here? Oh God. Anyways, so that's it for Elton. He's out, huh? Yeah, at least for now. I don't know what uh, what a ticket was to that. I'll bet that was not cheap. Unless he pulls a Brett Favre and you know comes out of retirement again. Oh, good for you. All right, thanks, buddy. Yeah, All right, so I'm gonna take a hot pass on foreigner, dude. I think that's wise. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up to be sad. Nobody likes to. I don't want to hear somebody danger. else sing. I want to know what love is. I'm a purist. All right, that's fine. All right, buddy. You're allowed. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.